But hang on, let me make sure everything's working. Because as I said, I'm I'm not exactly on a on a an island out here. Mm, as you can yes. see, my arm keeps fucking disappearing. I can see. Um, it, yeah. But there is a dog over here somewhere. Oh, very um, nice. The 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 office dog, the shop dog. Oh, I wish I had an office dog. That sounds great. Yeah, I like your studio though. Like, oh, thanks. Yeah, this is my uh, my. I do all my YouTube videos and stuff like that here. I love it in Canada. Yeah. Uh, Canada, C A N A N D, yeah, more or less, Cananda, something. Cananda, like that, that yeah. sounds like uh, some kind of soft drink. Um, <laughs> I, I basically, I, I got this uh, uh, a gift certificate for a neon sign here, and uh, and I was like, what can I get as a neon sign in the background? I'm like, maybe, maybe I'll get Canada spelled slightly wrong, just wrong <laughs> enough so that when people jump on stream, they're like, hey, it's Canada, can. Canada. What the hell? Canada. Type, but like, why is your thing spelled wrong? I mean, like, it says Canada, bro. It's normal. And just never, just never break. I love it. Yeah, that's, that's so fucking stupid. funny. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love what you guys are about, of course. And, uh, dude, it is it is good to have you on the show. Oh, very good. Thank you so much, buddy. You know, I see. I'm usually rocking one of those roads as well, the road pod mics. Australia, dude. All my shit's from Australia, man. Black Magic Design, Road. I love Australia. Yeah, it's the best, man. We we ha we've got some good stuff, which brings yes. me to uh, the next thing, which is you guys are coming down to Australia. Oh my goodness, we're so excited to come down to Australia. So we haven't been to Australia in five years. The last time we were there, we were supporting the amazing Psychroptic, and this is a mm -hmm. band. Obviously, everybody probably knows uh, when you're down there. They're from Tasmania. They've been like like they've been playing since like the late '90s or something. Like those guys have been around for ever dude and they crush this is actually one of the bands that we started our band as like a main influence no you know, way Cryptic has been an influence to the band since day one um i mean joe haley on guitar just like mm. incredible like savant insane riffage um yeah dave haley insane drummer i mean dude killer band and now they have our buddy todd on bass and this guy is uh I mean, he's he's the man. So the last time we were in Australia, we supported them, and now we're doing a headliner tour, which is uh, incredible to say the least. To be able to actually go across the world and play headlining shows and have people even slightly care, it is still amazing. Mate, we, we've been looking forward to it for so damn long. I tell you what, um, it, it's going to be good to have you guys back. And oh, this time, great. as you said, headline tour, so many people are excited to see you, including myself. Yes. Yes. And um, mate, even my band, we're all coming together. We're all going as a as a group, and I think we're going to dress up or do something special for okay. it. We've got a hotel, <laughs> like no shit. Um, our guitarist James, it, it, you, Ash is his favorite band of all time, dude. Oh, the, hello, James. That's great. I don't know if he's listening, but yeah, he's very excited. So we're we're taking him along for the adventure. Great. So uh, it's yeah, and and heaps of people, man. It's everyone's oh. going to come out of the woodwork, especially you've got werewolves as well. Yes, werewolves. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite Australian bands. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we got Dave Hilly in that band as well. I mean, Dave Hilly is kind of the guy. Honestly, mm. when I think about people who have influenced my idea of what the music business is, Dave Hilly is the man. I mean, he's he's done a lot for our band. He, we've worked with him since 2017 on different projects, uh, different tours. 
And yeah, I mean, I've always been in constant contact with him. And I, and whenever I have a, like a music industry question, I'll hit him up and he, he just knows so much. So it's, it's great to actually have him on the tour. And ingested as well from the UK. Okay. Ingested is amazing. We just played mm. a few shows with them. So we just got back from Europe uh, about two or three weeks ago now, not even that long ago, I, like maybe late August. And now we're kind of in mid-September as, as the time of this recording. So we played a few shows with Ingested. And this is a band I actually, we had never met. I, I think I might've met one of the members before. Mm. And it was one of those kind of meetings where you hang out and you instantly gel with all the dudes. So they're a crushing band and they're like super rad guys to hang out with. So like that combination just makes it so comforting. I, I, I don't know, you know when you meet somebody for the first time and they feel kind of like just a buddy of yours for your life, you're like, oh, I feel like I've known this guy for a long time. That's what you get sometimes with certain bands, just meeting across the world. And, and yeah. it's, it's really cool to find that in a new band. Absolutely. And it's their first time down here. Oh, my goodness. That's so awesome. They're going to love it. I Well, you know what? You guys are, are, are good with your p- pranks. I know there was, you know. <laughs> okay. I I've didn't know we something. were, but okay. Well, let's, <laughs> let's put it that way. Sure. Uh, well, I mean, there was the, was it recently you guys did the, uh, couldn't find the uh, contact lens? That's true. There Live. was a video. Yes, there's video proof on Instagram of our vocalist, Ollie. Uh, and okay, so right before our show, we were playing in front of, I don't even know, uh, five, 6,000 people, something like that at a festival in Europe. Yeah, a couple of people. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he said five minutes before the show started, he's like, okay, okay, wh- what if I, uh, what if I'm like looking for my contact lens and I bend over and I show my ass <laughs> to all these people? And I'm like, oh, absolutely. So we stood there for a few minutes workshopping just the flow of it, exactly how to get where he should stand, kind of what the timing of it is. Um, so you can see proof of him exposing his ass to many thousands of people on Instagram, if you like. And this is the kind of thing that we love. The stuff that we love to do is the stuff that makes us laugh. So yeah. whether it's music that makes us go, ah, oh, that sounds great. The music that we write, oh, man, I can't believe, I'm so stoked on that part that we wrote yesterday. Or, oh, man, we should put in this dumb joke here because it makes us laugh. That kind of stuff is what keeps the band alive, in my opinion. When you lose that kind of thing as a band, when you lose the... Uh, that spark, I think it's it's really detrimental. So we really try to keep it just like fun and exciting and make sure we remember kind of why we're here and what has brought us here. And it really is having fun. I mean, a big thing for us is we want our shows to be a party. We don't play death metal between bands at our shows because what we want to do is throw the best party. We want people to hear fun music, then death metal, then fun music and have and have just like a great time and play Twister at our shows and spin around in circle. This is the kind of thing that we want to do. Um, yeah. It's really important for us to keep that in mind. I think I think that's right. You guys do have a good time, you know. We and do. You bring a party. Yes. Where do you think maybe death metal bands are a bit too serious, you know, these days? Or do you think are you being out there on the road with a lot of them? Do you find that you know they're starting to loosen up a little bit and not take themselves too seriously? I actually game. have a. I, I I'm glad you brought that up. I have a list of bands that I think are way way too serious. I'm going to pull that list up real quick. I'm just no, I'm just joking. I'm no, just no, joking. do it. No, 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 no. No, let's call this. Hey, man, it's good for the hits. Um, <laughs> Here's the bands I think are too serious. No, I yeah. I mean, I yeah, they could be. I think that uh, I think that the genre is so wacky and in your face and ridiculous, over the top already that. Yeah. It, 
you can go either one of uh, many, many ways. For us, we like to have a fun party. Other bands like to be like, here's our experience, experience the music. Here's, uh, you know, a, 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 an example of uh, some bands might be like, take a trip with us through this thought process that we had and it's it's introspective and 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 other bands are like we don't want anybody to know who are who we are we don't want anybody to know our names we don't have so there's so many different avenues that you can take mm. um it really is just kind of whatever reflects the individual musicians best in the most genuine way that's the thing that sells the most and i don't mean yeah. sales in terms of tickets sold i mean sales in terms of uh comes across as uh, as an enjoyable product that people can can just really relate to if they know okay great example the band the black dahlia murder they have always oh, been man. about having fun they've yes. always been about having fun this is this is something that reflects who they are and in my opinion, that's that's when you get the best sort of combination. You know that the, they take the music seriously. They spend their time writing the music. They want to make sure that's the product that that does uh, kind of does the heavy lifting. Uh, people hear about that band because they like the music. They listen to the music. But when they see them live, they realize, oh, this is like a fun fun time band. This is a band that uh, they're not uh, mean mugging the audience and uh, and saying one word between songs. They're they're kind of goofing off, which. which it just works really well for them and and whatever kind of works well for for each individual band and that's a band that we really model ourselves after also it's just we don't want to be uh we don't be grumpy gusses you know no no and i think that's why people uh, like you guys so much you know and drawn yeah. to it because they they're like we're going to this show to have a party um and not the grumpy gus yeah, yeah. Well, I sure. mean, plus the music, the music that we write, we try to write it as ridiculous as possible. And I think yes. that just, it, it, you can't really go there and be like, I'm going to take every note of this totally seriously. It's like, what the hell am I listening to? What, what, what is this? Like, you know, so it, it, that's part of it too. It's like, I'm, we get it. I've seen it. I've seen it though. <laughs> I've been at those shows where it's like, uh, you know, you've get these, the funny ones on the flip side of that though, I've seen like black metal bands, like sure. local ones. And then, um, they're in character during the song and they've got the whole stage there. They're all dressed up. And then between songs, they're like, yeah, thanks guys. Um, <laughs> we're like fucking stoked to be playing Brisbane again. Um, right. You know, it's like, come right. on, man, you got to really lean into it. Sell me that. Start eating, eating bats or fucking right. hanging off the wall. You know, I want to see that. Sure. You know, yeah. you got to have sure. that flip side. Of it. But um, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're, uh, we, we totally understand that uh, when people see us, they, they yeah they want to see kind of what makes us what what mm. uh, gives us enjoyment and yeah I mean it's just saying dumb shit showing our asses on stage there you go well, not my ass I wouldn't I would never do that that's I that's a bad you. taste I yeah. dare <laughs> yeah. you man that's an extremely poor taste <laughs> but, oh, mate uh, of course uh, your latest album Bleed the Future came out in 2021, man what the yeah. fuck. I, I, I feel like it's like the the Marvel snap. We've all been in limbo now. It's like everyone's <laughs> trying to get back to normal. Do you feel that it, due to all that, it extended the the touring cycle in a way where you're still kind of on the back of that trying to promote that album? Or do you, is there been a positive side to it where people have had a little bit more time with it, they've fallen more in love with it, and you're seeing that at shows? I think that what happened is we're milking the album for all it's worth at this point. That's what we're trying to do <laughs> because it has been a while since we put out yeah. that album and we're really trying to just get every last drop out of it. We've done 
um, the US twice, we've done Europe twice, we're doing Australia, we're doing Japan, we're doing some more US dates, we have some other stuff in the works. We're trying to really milk that album cycle because we're currently in, in, in the process of writing new music, but you might be able to guess that it does take a long time to write this stuff. Yes. Uh, we're not writing a new song every month. It doesn't, doesn't go by that quickly. So uh, while we're kind of, you know, uh, in the kitchen at our jam spot, really like pushing, trying to get music written, um, we're also hoping that people still like the music that we wrote enough to come see us and, and support us while we're in the, uh, in the writing phase. That being said, I think you're right. I think the pandemic kind of helped us in a way just because uh, we put it out in 2021 and then we didn't do really much of any touring until uh, kind of midway the next year, 2022, something like that. I think that was the first time that we did any real touring uh, late spring 2022. And so that's kind of where our album cycle started. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, it does it does sort of it doesn't really resemble a normal album cycle pre-COVID. Mm. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah. It, but hey, everybody, everybody had that happen to them. Uh, we had an interesting experience writing and recording during COVID, and that was crazy because we were flying down right in, the, right in like the beginning of the pandemic, you know, right in 2020, really flying down full mask, everything on the plane, going down into Denver, flying there, staying isolated. I mean, the whole experience was wild, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think it created a bit of a unique kind of product. So we're, we're, uh, we're, we're back hard at work trying to write some more music for everybody. So, uh, so hopefully we can get that done and, and put it on an album that everybody uh, wants to hear. Hopefully everybody remembers us at that point because it's going to be a, going to be a little while. I think they will. I mean, look, you, it got you a Juno. That's true. Yes. That's, for anybody that's who doesn't know, a Juno award is a Canadian award that no one else in the world really cares about. <laughs> Isn't it a movie about a chick that gets pregnant? That's actually that's that's the basis for the award. So this it's a the okay. statue for the award. It's a little pregnant teenager. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It, it's funny that you brought that up. It's really interesting. That's um, it's a can, Canadian thing. You know, it's a Canadian thing. Yeah, okay. you're right. That's exactly right. Yeah, um, yeah. Based on that movie. Um, yeah, the award. Um, you say it, and it sounds exciting, and it sounds really uh, you know amazing. Uh, but uh, but yeah, nobody really knows what that is, and and that's fine by us. I. I I opened up this this box, this amazing box, and it has a statue. And I looked at it and I said, wow, this is really cool. And then I put it back in my closet. <laughs> so oh, man, I think so it should that's... be on display. Look, look, I have heard of it. <laughs> like, I know there has been some amazing um, Canadian or Canandan artists. Yes. Thank you. I'm sorry. Um, that have won it, like Devin Townsend and like a whole bunch of other Canadian artists. And I yes. think that's – it is a great it, – it's testament to what you guys are doing and taking – that to the to the world man like you you are like even like the look, this kid downstairs here somewhere taj our junior at work you know he even knows arch spire oh like, great you know what i mean like i, I he's like who are you doing an interview i say yeah i'm talking to arch spire. he's like what the fuck oh, like you know great. what i mean like yeah oh, that's cool it's it's not it's all across the board now and i think well, that's something yeah. really special you know it doesn't make any sense because the music we play is really stupid. So it's like, I don't really understand why anybody really like you, 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 you listen to it in a live setting. Uh, I watch, I'll watch a, occasionally watch a live video of us and I'll be like, what, 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 what? 
what the hell are we doing? But it's, uh, you know, it's really fun because it's the music that we love, you know? Yes. And, and you can tell, in my opinion, that we're not writing it for um, big money reasons. We're not writing it for uh, trying to... Uh, uh, it isn't a widespread, fully accessible style of music. We're writing it because we love it. It's, it's our favorite thing to do. And as long as it is, we're going to keep doing it. And we're just glad that a few people like, uh, like what we're doing. Look, man, I'm looking at that last Kickstarter that you did for the Bleed the Future video. Right. And people came out in force for that. Dude. Like <laughs> yes, even yeah. James, as I mentioned before, James, our guitarist, he, he was like, take all my money. Like even he <laughs> threw coin in and, you know, he's like, I'm invested in this. And then product great. of that is amazing. That video is fucking oh. awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, like, we we're pretty proud of it. Like I know you're not saying about, you know, it's but it costs money to make art and to have that support. You know, I understand. I understand. You know, you, you, everyone thinks that, oh, look at these guys. Like they're riding around in limos and they're private planes <laughs> and they're fucking, you know, man, like look at that bowl of spaghetti. You know, that's in the video. I'm not like, sure where you're going with this one. Oh, I, oh in the video. Oh, yeah, okay, in the yeah. video. You know <laughs> what I mean? Spaghetti costs fucking money. So, sure. you know, yeah. and the and well, the in, uh, incredible effects as well. But, in the music video, you might notice that uh, every time we show a plate of pasta, it's a different type of pasta. There's actually three bowls of pasta, and every time you see it, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And the second, the first <laughs> one is quite large. The second one is a big thing, I believe, a fettuccine with a full lobster, not even deshelled, <laughs> just sitting on top of it. And yeah, so we we put in months and months and months of of um of punching up the script for that we thought okay so this is the and we could do this but how about we put more thought into the smallest of details mm. and honestly some of that stuff you'll you'll see for maybe two or three frames because there are just so many ideas crammed into that video and honestly the music is the song is quite short so for us not all of our ideas made it through. That's probably for the best. Some of them were pretty stupid. But uh, <laughs> trying to cram all of the thoughts that we had into this one video, it, it proved extremely difficult. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a movie to make in there somewhere. Um, it, it would give us a bit more time, but, uh, but it had to be a music video this time. And, uh, yeah, we're glad people like it. Because, yeah, that music video was a surreal experience to create. And I think the end product, uh, it really turned out well. I do like there was correct me if I'm wrong. There's one little bit where uh, they go to, to like the touchpad on the door, and it's got um, Jurassic, like, Park. Jurassic Park. I was like, yeah. I saw that, and I was like, there's oh, probably cool. four or five different Jurassic Park references in that in that video. If you look hard enough, th there was going to be another one as well, but we had to cut it because we just didn't have the ability to to do it. Uh, there were so many Jurassic Park references. Um, yeah, it, it, it the whole thing is just a, an homage to all of our favorite movies. And when uh, when you hear our director, uh, our producers, uh, Mitch and Rob, both of those guys, just they love movies from the 80s and 90s. They love Jurassic Park. They love Lord of the Rings. They love all these things. And so they're like, let's create that scene. Recreate that scene inside mm. of this music video. And when you watch it side by side, you're like, holy shit, that's the same damn thing. Like, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. It is amazing. And talking about movies, is that what is that the next step for you guys? Do you think? You know, I reckon you could do it. I reckon this next album, you could totally just go put it out to the fan base and say, we want to make a motion picture film and right. um, 
people come to the table, man. Is that something that you want to? I'm not even fucking kidding. I I we, know it would happen. We we uh we definitely like doing some kind of out of the box ideas, and it's it's always possible to do something like a small a short film or something like that. Mm. That would be very fulfilling for us. And because we live in basically what's it's also known uh, known as Hollywood North, Vancouver is kind of like the second hub of video movie production, Hollywood production in North America. Mm. Uh, we know a lot of people in the movie industry. So it is, it is definitely more, uh, we have access to some, uh, some resources that maybe other bands might not, or if they do, it would be a lot more expensive. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's always a possibility for that. The biggest thing for us is we need to have the proper idea. You can have all the money in the world. You can have all the best people in the world. If you don't have a good idea, you don't have shit. So it's all about the writing. It's all about the idea. It's all about the core thing. And that's kind of what our band is. We need to have a great core idea for every single thing that we do. Otherwise, it just falls flat. So whether it's a riff or a music video or a social media post, as, as stupid as that sounds, or it, it's, it's all of that you need to have a great initial idea that has something to it. And that's kind of why things take so long. Yeah, I agree. No, because we don't have a lot of good ideas. That's what I'm saying. No, neither do I. Look at me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look look where I'm sitting today. Um, (laughs) You know, I got fucking coconuts and crabs and shit back. That's true. Um, But, uh, you know, uh, of course I think that's, that's a, you know, it's possible. And it's something I think the fans would want to see. Um, And, you know, you got support from, your mates, like uh, you said, in the industry, like I know, it gets probably brought up a lot. But Jason Momoa is a massive fan. That's um, true. Yeah, and you know, I'm sure he, if you, if you went, hey man, do you want to be in our movie? He'd just let's go. Like he'd be, <laughs> you'd have dudes like that. But I find it funny, like that something keeps popping up of late is is people like him and um, there's other like Margot Robbie is another metalhead. There's a whole bunch of people coming out of the woodwork then like here's one for you the other night um napalm death in brisbane boy mm, george right. was there no way oh that's really interesting oh, that's isn't funny. that weird like it's crazy wow. i mean it's not weird but it's sort of like there's metal heads in every little tiny little corner of have course, you yeah has have you been finding this that you've there's people that you least expect that'll come up to you and be like i fucking love your band man and you're like what um I'll be honest. Anytime anybody says I love your band, it's it's an interesting kind of feeling because you go, that's that's weird because we just wrote it in a gross jam spot. How did you even hear about it? You know. <laughs> so so for for me, it's an interesting experience every time. And whether or not that person is quote unquote famous or or, or what have you, that is also interesting. Um, when you meet enough people, okay. So the orbit that we have as a as a death metal band, mm. it, it's yeah the 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 people that we look up and do and respect. Um, they're not as well known as movie stars, actors, whatever. But to us, they're just as legendary. You know, um, uh, people like you know somebody like Devin Townsend in Vancouver here, or um, you know even just our favorite bands when we were younger. So um, we just did some dates with Dying Fetus. I mean, just meeting meeting those people who have influenced our lives so much yeah. without even knowing them. Um, when those people and they say, uh, "Hey, I, I like your band" or whatever, it is just it's. It's, it doesn't really, and I'm not, I'm not saying this because I get starstruck. I'm just saying it's not, it doesn't really feel like a real thing. That's Mm. all because, because in your brain, you have your perspective of what you do and they have their perspective of what they see you're doing. And it's just, they're never the same. And so if somebody says something, it sounds very nice. It's very cool, but 
you just you just keep going forward you know so if if somebody says they like my band that's very nice that's very cool um but perspectives are very very hard to change and so for me i just you know it's it's just it's always great if anyone likes our music and i appreciate anybody's support and like you said the music video did very well for for the fundraising and and uh it blew our expectations away tenfold so we're very grateful for that and as long as we can keep playing death metal for for people i mean i think we'll all be pretty happy i think that was that was my point i know i was sort of going off on some little tangents <laughs> but uh maybe it's the cold and flu maybe it's the margaritas but um <laughs> but uh you know i i that was my point is that you know arch spire are very very respected and loved by so many people that you pull that put that call to action out that people are going to come and yeah yeah behind it's very, you. It's so very, it's very cool, cool. yeah it very, very very kind of people to do that but uh of course uh just wrapping up i've held you for a little while sorry brother but uh okay. i'm having a good chat um what's uh next what's coming up uh so we're going to be in japan uh october uh, i always forget the dates the 5th to the 8th uh osaka nagoya tokyo tokyo then we have a few days off then we do australia and the dates are uh can i pull them up i don't remember what they are <laughs> shit i will have I them all down here in the show notes and on the website Okay, can I can I quickly just let yeah. me just say them out real quick. Uh, let me just grab this real quick. We are going to be in uh shit. I, do it in uh, in radio announcer voice. You got to do it uh, properly. I, I'll I'll do my best here. Uh all right. Archspire uh Archspire's Tech Tech uh, Tech Tech Archspire's Tech Trek Australia with support from Ingested and Werewolves. Uh October 11th in Brisbane at the Zoo. October 12th at Canberra in the basement. October 13th at Sydney in the Factory Theatre. October 14th in Melbourne at the corner. I believe Melbourne is almost sold out. If not, it's like 10 tickets away or something. So if you want to go to that, please get tickets now. October 15th in Adelaide at Lion Arts Factory. October 17th in Perth at the Amplifier Bar. And these are places we haven't played since 2018. And who knows when we're going to play those places again. So please roll out. Thanks, Dean. Here's the dog with the weather. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The weather's pretty fucking good. Um, yeah, man. Uh, thank you so much again for hanging out on the show. It's been really cool to hang to talk to you, man. Yeah, um, yeah you as well. Thank and you so uh, I hope my questions were all right. So, yeah, yeah. That that all that butt stuff at the beginning that you edited out. You should, yeah. You should probably rethink those oh, things. But yeah. all the stuff that you kept in, it, it was all good. But okay, the, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Your fixation on. Yeah, but anyway, all the other stuff is great. <laughs> you backed me into a corner there, mate. Um, but uh, yeah, hey, dude, it's been really cool hanging out with you. As I said, I'll have all the all the stuff on the show notes on the website, brother. Sure. Take care. See you in less than a month in Brisbane, and uh, let's party on. All right, thank you so much, Ray.